Listen to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. The following. Is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Welcome back. This is Adulting Ain't Easy, a podcast because adulting is hard. I am Andrew, and joining me, as always, is Liz. Hello! And we're here to talk to you about wedding traditions because it was a digestion from some friends of ours. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. I don't know... Liz, what do you what do you think of when you think of wedding traditions? The big white dress and the big fancy church, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's nothing blue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was. I was. I kind of. You just like look there, and you're like, uh. Well, I trailed. Uh. I trailed off because our, I'm using my old computer, and it it stopped for a second. I just want to make sure it was recording. But <laughs> wedding traditions are it's like, like the diamond ring, the garter toss, the. Throwing the bouquet, the bridesmaids, the grooms, and all that stuff is all stuff that's just assumed. Like it's just like the receiving line, or having a veil, or having a train, or yeah, the exchanging of rings, or what I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, pull up that list. Because we're gonna see how we how we as a right almost married couple are going to compare to certain traditions right. slash trends slash whatever. Right, and this isn't, but this is only like a list of 20, and I don't know why it went away, but let's go back here. Alright, this is from Babel. So here's some traditions, and we'll see if we're doing them, and kind of their origins, and then we'll kind of move on from there. So, a bachelor party. Ooh, are you doing a bachelor party? I am doing a bachelor party. So, according to this, is while this often seems to be the ultimate excuse to hire a stripper, it used to be called the bachelor dinner and came about during Roman times when men would gather for a feast and to toast their comrade. And they would go kidnap the bride, apparently. Ah. Well, I heard... Well, so when my parents were getting married, they still did the kidnapping thing. Like, my uncle and a couple other guys in the wedding party actually took my mom and took her to a bar before they went to the reception, which I think is really fun. Obviously, sometimes there's not the time to do that because you're so constricted with time but i think that would be super fun but your bachelor party does you've been to bachelor parties before that are mostly kind of like food and fun related not so much getting trashed in strippers so that's kind of it's sometimes both similar and sometimes both because they get two because they're special i guess right you're not special just kidding hey i have like it'll be fine (laughs) 
And then, all right, another one. Bridal shower. You ended that one real quick. <laughs> you were just like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, uh, bridal shower. Well, I did my bridal shower, so there's that. Yeah, so, the, so let's see. So the tradition is said to come from Holland. There's a legend that a bride's father, if the that a bride's father didn't approve her husband and refused her dowry, so the bride's friends would shower her with gifts so that she would have a, the necessary dowry and could marry the man of her choice. After that, any woman who didn't have a dowry was given a shower by friends. Whether or not the legend is true, the shower stems from friends and neighbors coming together to help a bride with her dowry, whether it was because her father didn't approve of her groom or because her family was too poor to afford a dowry. So that's definitely very old school. Huh. Dowries have long gone away. It's kind of cool, though, to think of that, that their friends were so nice and they just wanted her to get married so badly that they would just right. buy you gifts. It's really weird that like the man would just say no. It's like, I can't marry you. You don't have a dowry. Okay, yeah. bye. Well, there are some cultures that still do that, I think, that they do dowries. Whenever I think of that, I always think of, um, remember the movie Holes? Well, and Book. When, remember, the, you had to bring the biggest pig to the oh, father yeah. to marry your yeah, daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was funny. And then, like, it was, like, this big, heavy guy, and then this, like, young, good-looking guy, and then it was a young girl. And then the pigs were the same size, just like, I don't know. And then she wouldn't decide. Like, it was... She got to pick and didn't know... Uh, uh, obnoxious. Okay. Huh. Uh, Gotta love it. Bridal showers are super fun. Except some of the weird games that go along with it. There are some games that I've been... That I've seen online that are like... They actually found... They actually got Andrew to go somewhere. And mm-hmm. they... It was kind of like the newlywed game. Except it was pre-recorded for Andrew's side. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. I like that stuff, like where you get to find out things, like how well they know the bride and whatever. But I don't like like the cheesy stuff. Like in my opinion, it's cheesy. Yeah, we... Like the the bridal bingo and the the what's bridal bingo? The so you have a bingo card and you write down things that you know the bride may have, and if she gets it while you're opening presents, you make... oh is that for like when they open? So it's like so it's a present opening. Do you have like, spatulas? Spatulas, yeah, or towels or whatever randomness. Yeah. The other one, there's one out there that's like, you have to, everyone gets like a, like a ring pop. And if you say the word, there's like certain things that you say like ring or marry or something like that. And if someone catches you say that word, they take your ring and whoever has the most rings at the end wins. Interesting. So I don't know. Those are not my style. I was very, I feel like mine compared to like some other people's may have been more traditional besides the newlywed game. But... I had a good time. Yeah, and those are traditions I never knew about with that whole thing about knots. Oh, yeah. Oh, the bows. The bows, So if not you knots. broke a bow on your, um, like, on any of your wedding presents, that's how many children you have, or that's how many children you're going to have. I... And Andrew didn't know that at first. So no, then we started breaking... He started I, accidentally I not, broke a bow. I didn't... I was... I was being very calculated with opening those and went very... I opened a lot more bows they thought it was going to trip me up. I think I only had to cut one. I think there, yeah, I think there were maybe like one or two that we did just for time's sake. And they're like, you're not having, you're not being fun. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to break all the bows. Some superstitions come true. And I don't need eight children or anything like that. Okay, uh, here's another one. I don't know why this is really considered a tradition, but bridesmaids. Some people don't have them. Yeah. We right away they didn't have any. Exactly. So All you need are witnesses, technically. Technically. And you can even use, like, your parents. Like, you go to a courthouse wedding, all you need is two other people there with you, and that's mm-hmm. it. And they can be complete strangers. That's good. You can hire some hobos to come in and sign their names. 
Huh. Anyway, I want to hear where this comes from. All right, from. so bridesmaids, at least we know them, help the bride prepare for a big day, but once upon a time their duties were much more serious. A custom once existed where maidens dressed similar to the bride would accompany her as her protector on her way to the groom's village. They would defeat spurned suitors from kidnapping the bride or from stealing her dowry. Also, it was Roman law that several witnesses accompanied the bride and groom so as to confuse the evil spirits trying to get at the couple. That's why in many older photos, the bridesmaids are dressed like the bride. It wasn't tacky to dress like the bride. It was crucial. Ah. Interesting. That makes sense. I mean... Yeah, I've, I've heard of that tradition before, of being like, they were, um, they were dressed similar to the bride as to, yeah, for the whole ward off evils, like, prevent evil spirits from knowing which one was the bride. For I some. thought that was the flower girl. Like, they, they, the flower girl is dressed like the bride so that they can take the kid instead of the Wow. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Obviously, my history is not in wedding history through the ages is not up to par. Alright, um, here's the same thing. Groomsmen, obviously, weren't having, Reverend Brides are having groomsmen. Um, Unless you're really, really cool and hipster and just have bridesmaids. Everyone, everyone's a bridesmaid. All ladies. Oh. It, it happens. It does. It happens I mean, I'm happens. sure, I'm sure there's probably weddings where if you have, like, a best guy friend or a best girlfriend and they want him to be on your side. Yeah. Like, uh, I saw pictures of some weddings that were like that. I mean, it's a different time. Now, I wouldn't be opposed to it. No. Like, I'm sure if I had, a, like, a really close friend that was a girl... You probably wouldn't care if she stood up on my side or... Nope. And I think the only reason you don't have one of your really close guy friends on your side is because he wouldn't do it because he's very traditional. He is very traditional. And it would just say no. It wouldn't yeah. be like, was it Man of Honor, Maid of Honor, yeah, whatever that Man movie was. Man of what? Honor with Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, the one where he was like the Maid of Honor, but he was a guy. It was weird. And he like, didn't he like in love with her? Which yeah, made and it then weird. they get married at the end. I don't, I don't remember that Spoiler movie. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert from a movie from like 20 years ago. No, probably 10. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not 10 that to 15, long. it was probably mid-2000s. Okay, anyway, I want to hear this. Okay, so the most popular myth associated with having groomsmen is from, in a more primitive time, when men kidnapped their brides. And you talked about that, you said that's something your parents did. Um, when women came into short supply locally, eligible bachelors would have to seek out and capture a bride from a neighboring community. The groomsmen, called bride knights, helped their friend capture his bride. The first ushers and best men were... More like a small army. Fighting <laughs> off the bride's angry relatives as the groom rode away with her. <laughs> then they stood guard at the ceremony to protect the groom from the bride's angry family. Additionally, as with bridesmaids, having groomsmen present would help confuse evil spirits as the groom's true identity. I can imagine just your set of groomsmen trying to, like, go into battle. <laughs> <Huzzah>! <laughs> It'd be so bad we'd totally lose. Awkward silence Sorry, the weird because door. he's making a probably the sump pump. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Ah, um, uh, I'm right. Yeah, it's up with the sump pump. Anyway, yes, his Andrew's a nerd, so his friends are also kind of nerdy, and so imagining them going into battle would be just it's like LARPing. That's what I would compare it to. Like you're, <laughs> LARPing. They would maybe be able to survive LARPing. I don't know. You know, if there's some pretty tough guys out there, I have no idea if they would survive. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it's definitely going to be a weird assortment of people. Mm -hmm. Um, the white wedding dress. And your dress, I don't know if it's the exact color, but it's not, it's white-ish, right? Yes. It's sure, well, well, I mean, ivory. Ivory. Ivory, champagne-y, even though I said I wasn't going to get a champagne dress. Champagne-ish. It does not look like it from the outside, but if you 
pull the layers back, which I hope you're not going to do. Yeah, why would you do that? Because I wouldn't want it to ruin anything on it. But yes, it's like right. partially, it's weird. I don't know. Anyway, let's keep going. Okay, so there was a time not so long ago when the bride's dress was just the nicest one in her closet. And it wasn't necessarily white. Oh, that would have been so nice. <laughs> uh, Queen Victoria's wedding in 1840 set the tone for the next 150 years. Her white wedding dress is the one that started it all. Although brides continued to wear dresses of other colors, Queen Victoria's decision to go with white became the top option for most brides has been has been ever since. Interestingly, before Queen Victoria's wedding and the prevalence of white dresses, blue was a traditional color for bridal gowns. Blue represented purity as white does for today's bride. There you go. You would have loved to have worn a blue. Well, it depends. Do they want, like, would it be navy blue? Would it be sky blue? Like, there's so many different blues. I don't know what would be, like, considered pure in terms of blue. Yeah. I always think, well, I don't know. If it's, like, a sky blue, it's already pretty light anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, The bride wears a veil. And I don't even know if you are wearing a veil. Uh, Maybe. I have have to order one. Yeah. Probably. Because I know I've seen some where, like, the brides have, like, I've seen, like, pictures where, like, the bride has, like, a veil, but it's not really covering her face. It's kind of just, like, in her hair. Yeah. Or, like, it's never in front of her face. It's always, like, put back. Yeah. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. So, apparently, so according to this, veils can be traced back to Roman times and symbolize the bride's virginity, modesty, and purity. That symbolism has been lost over the years, but the tradition of wearing a veil has continued. Interesting note, in Roman times, the veil covered the bride from head to toe and was later used as a burial shroud. Perfect. That's, that should. I, that's what I should do. Head to toe. A burial shroud. Perfect. Because I'm going to keep it until I'm 76 years old. I hope you live longer than that. But we'll eh, see. That's what all my death calculators have said. So <laughs> death I, calculators. You know, I because I'm all weird and believe in that kind of crap. Oh, but. gosh. Oh, well. All, all right. right, continue. All right, the other one is bride carries bouquet. And I've been at the flower meeting, at least one of them, so I know you are having a bouquet, and so are all the bridesmaids. Um, I am probably one of the, the things that you would think that would be, like, more of, like, on the less expensive side could be even more, like, some of the quotes I got for my flowers were more than, like, my DJ or my photographer. Like, it was ridiculous. Yes. But I'm going with a nice guy who's got, like, a little farm, and he's a farm guy and has done pretty cool things, so I'm happy that, I'm happy with my choice because I'm not spending an arm and a leg. Right. And I I, I still, like, I talked to, like, I asked about these little notches in the ground. I was like, what in the world? So, you can tell it's, but it, isn't it said it's basically... How you visualize how big your bouquet should be. Yeah, so he hasn't... So you sit at this table and there's a couple notches in the table because when he asks you, because no one's going to know like, oh, I want a 10-inch round or I want a 12-inch round. Like you don't know it because you're not in the... Most people are not in the flower business. So he has you stand up by the table and say, okay, if you look down at your bouquet, like how big? And then you kind of like move your hands to see like how big... And then based on the notches in the in the table, he can tell how big. So I did mine and he's like, Oh, twelve inches, that's about right. And I was like, Oh, I wouldn't have I would have probably asked for like a five inch one and he would have been like, That's way too small. <laughs> like an itty bitty little thing. So but yeah, flowers. it was that's cool. But what a flower bouquet, you didn't say the yeah, history behind it's, it. That guy was right down to earth. I really liked him. Mm-hmm. Um so, nope, not just because flowers are pretty. In fact, the history of bouquets came from ancient times when women carried aromatic bunches of 
garlic, herbs, and spices to ward off evil spirits. Perfect. Different herbs meant different things. Sage meant wisdom, for example. Later flowers replaced herbs and took on meaning all their own. Orange blossoms, for example, mean happiness and fertility. Ivy means fidelity. Lilies mean purity. Didn't know any of that. No. Although, you could... (laughs) If you wanted to be a real recycling bride, you could probably put all those things in like the sage and stuff you can make yourself a really nice soup <laughs> just put it in there and just have a soup and make a nice stock you can just have it for weeks this is my bouquet stock yeah i made this it's then you can have it on your anniversary you can have like a soup i don't know soup, soup. i'll have a soup uh okay old news bar what Old, new, borrowed, and blue. Yeah, it says news, which is... Well, that. news, like if there's multiple new things. Right, right. So, that's the... So, it's old, new, borrowed, and blue. Which I said, I think, at the beginning. But, um... So, I don't know if you have anything... Blue. I have no idea. I don't think so. Well, it hasn't been... Dis- I haven't gotten that far yet. You have something old. Even though they're... Let's the you have something old and new, which is... Your jewelry is kind of old and new. Yeah. Let's see. What is the countdown? Gotta love these wedding apps. I don't know if I would be able to do it without it. Do you want to plug the wedding 90, app you're using? 93. No, I don't want them to ask me for money. Um, 93 days until we get married. But yes, so. It's free advertising. I've got fine. Eh, like, it's not like, isn't it like wedding wire or something? I don't know. Whatever. This isn't one that's true. It's fine. Meh. Meh. I don't care. Um, okay, so. It's a superstition, that's all it is. It dates back to the Victorian era and is said to bring the bride good luck. That something old was meant to tie the bride to her family and her past, while the something new represented her new life as the property of a new family. The item borrowed was supposed to be taken from someone who was already a successfully married wife, so as to pass on a bit of her good fortune to the new bride. The color blue all mentioned stood for purity. Oh, there you go. Hmm. Well, I know I have the old and new. I don't really know if I have anything borrowed. In blue, I have no clue. I need to borrow something blue. <laughs> there you go. Borrow something blue. That's old. Mm-hmm. Although, isn't there a second part that's like in a sixpence in your shoe? Yeah, I don't... I don't... That's there... not in here, but I have heard something about putting a... Because didn't one of your friends um, have a sixpence and then when their suitcase got stolen, it was gone? Oh, yeah. I don't remember... I, I remember that story. I just don't exactly remember all the details on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's one that I think we're kind of doing. So can't see one another before the wedding. No, we're not. Well, we're doing the reveals. We're not going to see each other up until... Oh, before the wedding ceremony. We're going to see each other the... in... If we were to... if we're taking pictures after the ceremony, then we probably wouldn't do it until the wedding. But we're going to do a reveal, so we're not going to see each other on the day up until the reveal photo shoot thing. Well, it's mostly because we're getting married in the winter, and guess what? They already know that... The sun sets at 4.26, and guess when our ceremony is? 4 o'clock, and that means no light. So we have to do some pictures beforehand just because... We do all inside pictures, but it has to be in the morning, it's... or in the afternoon. Yeah, so that's why we can't do our traditional whatever, but no one has to know, right? None of those priests people have Facebook, right? Eh, they won't care. <laughs> I'm sure it's... Some people just walk in together. It's not going to be those. So... Many couples are breaking this tradition because the best time to snap photos is before the wedding when the bride is still fresh-faced. Exactly. Hey, look at that. And when you hear the origin of this one, you might be inclined to do away with it as well. They basically stem from the days of arranged marriages or when a bride's father pretty much sold her to the groom. The bride and groom's first meeting was actually at the wedding. The two were kept from seeing each other before this and were to keep the groom from bolting if he didn't think the bride was hot. 
<laughs> However, not seeing each other before the wedding was not has now become a fun way for couples to increase the excitement on the big moment. To see or not to see, it's up to you, but it won't bring you bad luck if your future husband catches a glimpse. Oh, how about that? How about that? That's right. Uh, so the father giving the bride away. Yep. That's definitely going to happen. It's, mm-hmm. you know, walking down the aisle like every other modern wedding. Yeah, unless they're unforeseen circumstances. Right, unless there's something Knock on wood, everything's going to be fine, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this one stems from the time when brides were sold to their husbands by their fathers or were participating in some kind of arranged marriage. Basically, dad's giving away the bride as a transfer of ownership to the groom, with guests acting as witnesses to the contract. Over the years, this meaning has dissolved into something much more emotional and sentimental. Dad is honored to give away his little girl to the man who will care for her as much as he did. Aww. <laughs> what? Take care of me, says the guy who didn't make dinner tonight. Hey, I was I take gonna... take care of you. I wear the pants. Hey. Your mom should be giving you away. Hey. 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 You hey. made dinner tonight. Yeah. And how many times have you made dinner? A handful of times. Exactly. You yeah. make... Hey, I'm gonna make... I'm making tomorrow's dinner after this. Yeah. And I grill... Whenever we do grill out food, I grill. Yeah, because according to and who non-femin- does, and who... non-feminist views, uh, the women's place is in the kitchen. There you go. Yeah. See, everybody wins. Um, and I feel like I do a... A good chunk of the chores. Yeah, you do. And I mow because you're allergic. Yep. And all of that. So it evens out. Yeah. Like, there's some people who, uh... Um, and you take care of me. Bah ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take care of you. Yeah, you buy me ice cream. I do buy ice cream. And that means everything. Yeah. So we all, we're all good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Here's one that I really didn't know about going into this, and that is groom to the right, bride to the left. Do you know this was a tradition? Uh, kind of? I don't know why, but uh, kind of? Yeah, so, I mean, every wedding I've seen, now that I really think about it, has been that way from, from if you're sitting and looking at the bride and groom. Right, from, yeah. It's, um, know that part when they ask anyone objects to the wedding is, used to be a whole lot more common for folks to object. Sometimes it was other suitors of the bride, sometimes it was her own family members. The groom historically stood to the right of his bride to keep his sword hand usually his right hand free if anyone came to attack he could push the bride aside with his left hand draw his sword with his right however you can send wherever you want there is no hard and fast rule unless it conflicts with your faith somehow during a jewish ceremony the bride is often on the right and the groom is on the left which wasn't when i was at i was i was a best man for a semi-jewish wedding and i was on the grooms and men and all that were on the right side so i don't know that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. But I can't imagine drawing a sword and... I have a sword. I can't imagine just wearing it and being like, ha Like, it's just... No. You drop it and poke yourself in the face. Or I'd actually stab you. It just wouldn't be fun. Yeah. Let's uh, not do that. Okay. With this ring, I the wed. So the exchanging of rings. Oh. Which, clear, like, I don't know who doesn't exchange rings. Maybe if you tattoo them on yourself... Just do it with the ta- the guy who tattooed him. Why the hell not? At the ceremony, just hold Why on. This look, give me give me another hour. It'll be fine. It makes things more interesting. Makes it more permanent. Mm-hmm. What? I'm just like it's, you should get it. No, not right now. Ten, ten year maybe. Yeah. 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I've, there's never been anything I've wanted to tattoo on my body. <sighs> I'm offended. I just, there's nothing that, like, I don't <laughs> okay. know if I would regret 10, 20, 50 years from now. Yeah, that's I mean, true. tattoo is forever. Unless you get the expensive tattoo removal, which then leaves a scar, which, why would you want that? Yeah. Unless you just really it's like scars. Story. Yep. Okay, so most sources agree that the exchanging of wedding rings comes from ancient Egypt, about 4,800 years ago, when rushes and reeds growing alongside rivers were twisted and braided into rings for fingers and other decorative ornaments worn by the women in those days. Later during medieval times, when it was common for a groom to pay a bride's father for a hand in marriage, they often did so with precious stones. While this eventually went away, the gift of precious stone was symbolized intent. In ancient Rome, most rings were made of iron, which led to the traditional of metal wedding rings. Somehow, coverage of all those has come to what we know today. All weddings and engagement rings are worn on the fourth finger on the left hand. The vein in this finger was once believed by ancient Romans to go directly to the heart. Mm. So how about that? I knew that part. The part the, where the, the vein... vein ugh, I hate talking about blood. Blood! Even talking about veins makes me sick. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. So Liz will never give blood. Never. Taking... I'm, uh, as much as I love people and helping... I, you know, I don't even know my blood type, so I'm not a helper right. And I've done all. the whole thing of, like, where they take the blood out and give you the plasma no, back, oh and, Liz is, and Liz, oh like, almost throws oh up just gosh. saying Like, it. I'm getting lightheaded and shaky just thinking that. That's so gross. Mm. I'm sorry. Like, I can't, I can barely, like, so one of our friends got hit with a baseball during their baseball game, and, like, he bled a lot. Like, I don't know, if I were there, I probably would have thrown up. Well, his... his girlfriend's the same way about yeah but that's so just it's like i would have never i wouldn't even have gone like, near him i don't know what you do like if i like injure myself outside and like came in and was just bleeding profusely, like what would you do do you pass out maybe well, no. i mean the time that you scratched your toe on the or you like scraped your toe pretty bad on and just the cat bleeding litter for... and just started bleeding oh, at, profusely the pet store? at the pet store you're like i need to you need to get home because I'm, like, I'm gonna i'm, like, I'm not gonna be able to drive you yeah, I was like, I'm not looking. You need to put something on that. Luckily, you had an emergency first aid kit that was a little old, but still managed. Yeah, I was like, that's gross. And it's almost finally healed after taking forever. Yeah. All right, Um. here's the one. You may now kiss the bride, which we're going to do. You sure? Presumably, we don't accidentally <laughs> headbutt each other or something weird happens. You sure? You sure you want to do that? No. Just a big hug. <laughs> that's just a big <laughs> hug. Just a cheek kiss? Oh, my, yeah. Like French people? Like, no. I'm not, I'm not going to do, like, anything fancy. I feel like if I try to, like, do a fancy, like, a bend. Like, I remember my brother's wedding when he did the spin and bend down and did that kiss. I was like, I would just, I would attempt that and just drop you. And it would yeah. not be fun. And the or we, stairs or we, are old and, like, it just squirrel. doesn't work. Rory's like, what the hell? Sorry, the cats react. We're in the family room and the cat's in front of the window. And the squirrels went by and Rory's like, He's well, hunting. what is that? I want it. I want to eat it. Um, so yeah, you may now kiss the bride. So it originally assumed that the bride and groom had not kissed before the wedding, so this would traditionally be their first kiss. Ha! It's like the Duggars. In yeah, Roman times, kissing was a legal bond that sealed all contracts. However... Sweet, so if I kiss the lawyer, <laughs> legally... No. So you don't need a lawyer, you just need to kiss people. Perfect. However... That's no. how we should have gotten the house. <laughs> By kissing... <laughs> By kissing... <laughs> Done. Kissing Got the it. kissing the other the seller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, though many ceremonies do not include this line, the kiss is not traditionally a part of the religious ceremony. That's true. Oh, yeah, you said we don't need it. 
Um, throwing rice on newlyweds. I know they don't do that anymore because of birds, right? Well, some places won't because it's a pain in the butt to clean up. So now they do. I know they do like. So they do bird seed. They do bubbles. No, they, well, bird seed's the same thing. You can't. You gotta like vacuum it up. Well, I think then, if it's outside though, I think they can. I think our church. The our church said bubbles or, uh, or. Ribbon and I was like ribbon. Ribbon's, like, and it's also gonna like, be ribbon. and it's also gonna be dark. Which yeah, will be so really we're not gonna be doing sparklers. No, nothing super fancy. It's literally gonna be like ha popcorn. Hi, no, we can't have any food there because the church that we're getting married in is like one of the oldest buildings in Buffalo Grove and um and yeah they don't want us to screw silly up silly string no. All over the clothes. No, because I feel like I'd be the one to accidentally get, like, stained on my dress. Even though I already know. There's some of the... Well, I have a feeling I'm going to be, like, getting something on my... That's well, why it can't I'm be clear worse. liquid. Well, we also <laughs> saw, like, with um my cousin's wedding, mm-hmm. about how muddy it got, and that whole bottom of the dress was just toast. Yeah, well, that's... But outdoor happens. wedding in... Yeah. Yep. So, in the rain. Mm-hmm. So, throwing rice on the... So, the tradition stems from the same one as smashing wedding cake on the bride's head. Showering a couple with rice was believed to help them have children. Ancient Romans would shower a newly married couple with wheat, which symbolized fertility. By the Middle Ages, wheat had been replaced with rice, which also considered to be a symbol of fruitfulness. And of course, it helped those keep those pesky evil spirits away. A lot of traditions were about keeping evil spirits away. Hey, those ghosts, got they've got powers beyond our control. I got chills, they're multiplying. Uh, a lot of people chose to blow bubbles or throw flower petals these days. According to ehow.com, ceremony venues like churches often forbid guests from tossing rice because it leaves a mess on the sidewalk and walking over the grains of rice can cause guests to slip. Yep. Yeah. A rumor's been circling for years that birds and other critters can get sick from eating rice, but according to the USA Rice Foundation, the rumor is untrue. <laughs> I love there's a USA U.S. Rice. That's exactly what... I want to work for them. Someone like, what do you work for? I work for U.S. Rice. I hope someone aspires, some little kid in, like, the third grade has their teacher ask, what would you like to do when you grow up? And say, I want to work for the U.S. Rice Department. The Rice Foundation. Rice Foundation. <laughs> Even, be- like, I, I bet there's some kid out there. Well, it's probably like the people like, that work for, like, the, whatever, the like agricultural. The Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, the FDA. I want to work with rice. I like rice. The wider, <laughs> the better. No. No. Bride throws the bouquet. Another squirrel. Uh, I'm assuming we're doing that? Probably. I didn't think about that when I asked for estimates, so I might have to add that. Well, because you, you don't th- you throw a different one than the one? Yeah, because the... The main one stays. The main one is, like, you're supposed... I don't know exactly what you're supposed to do with it, but I believe you're... Technically, I think you're supposed to, like, dry out the flowers in your bridal bouquet. I don't and know if that's in true. in a box? Yeah... Eat it? That's if I had soup herbs, Andrew. Soup <laughs> herbs. If I were smart, I would have taken that tradition and I would have had all these fancy fancy herbs that I could have grown myself. Yeah. And then I would have spent less money on the flowers. Yeah, we'll see, we'll obviously, see. I'm not smart and I didn't even look at it those like things. you have to give Pete Horcher a call. No, his name's not Pete. It's Pat. Pat. Pete, Pat, whatever. Pete and Pete. Pat. Pat Horcher. Look him up. He's a good guy. Um, okay, so back in the 14th century England, it was considered good luck, a fertility charm, to tear off a piece of the bride's dress. Seriously. People would chase the bride and tear at her dress. 
Typically, the bride didn't wear a fancy dress, so at the time it was no problem. As dresses got fancier and brides didn't want them torn, they threw other objects like the garter. Ultimately, the bouquet became the item always thrown. Thank goodness. I would be pissed off if someone tore my dress. I would like, be so pissed off. Well, it's like... um. That's when I would really turn into bridezilla. I haven't been... I haven't like had Game one of, of those. Oh, yeah. They just ripped her dress. Take the bed and... T- or is it take the bride and t- take her to bed or whatever? Mm-hmm. Whatever that. Um, bride's garter. Um, I don't know about mm-hmm. throwing it or this. This might just be about having a garter. Yeah. Presumably you're probably going to have a garter. Yeah. I just haven't gotten it yet. This is one of the oldest traditions surrounding weddings. Huh. Back in the dark ages, it was customary for some wedding guests to accompany the bride and the groom back to the wedding bed to see if they... To see them safely into their new marriage. Okay, yeah. No, 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 As no. you can imagine, guests got rowdy or body and tried to grab her garter for good luck. Eventually became a game of sorts to try and steal the garter from the bride. While they're doing it, that's so gross. No, I think it was mainly. Uh, yeah, while they're doing it. Maybe. Sometimes the. Um, uh oh. Sorry, it's fine. Sometimes uh, the bridal party would toss the garter at the groom's nose, and the person who successfully landed the garter on his nose would be the next to marry. <laughs> Eventually, it was of course deemed inappropriate to go into the couple's bedroom, and the garter tossing was held at the wedding reception. Yeah, no no one follow me home. Don't no. be weird. Uh, okay, wedding cake. We're having a wedding cake, but I know it's we're not a doing... a ceremonial one. We're not doing a giant cake that's going to be cut. We're going to do little cake for us. No cake for you. You have donuts. Mm-hmm. Donuts. So, wedding cakes aren't originally eaten, but thrown at the bride for fertility luck. In yeah. fact, in ancient Rome, marriages were sealed when the groom smashed a barley cake over the bride's head. But didn't Bye, realize cake. all the cake-smashing couples still do was rooted in history. Did you? Anyway, getting cake smashed on your head was probably preferable to eating it because early wedding cakes weren't exactly tasty. But by the mid-16th century, nicer, tastier cakes were being made. Though they were nothing like the insane creation of today, the nice cakes stopped all the cake-smashing inspired more cake-eating. Brides of the early 1900s nobly had a cake that resembled fruitcake. The wedding cake, as you know, it or... It has only been really taken over in the past 70 years. Hmm. Huh. Let's see. Here's another tradition. Tying shoe slash cans to the getaway car. That is not happening. No. It's, it's also going to be winter and it could be snowy or ice. You don't need anything dragging on the car. Mm-hmm. And we're probably going to take in a hotel shuttle. So, it is what it is. Um, a variety of reasons for this strange tradition can be unearthed. One theory says that... Back in ancient Egypt, a father would give the groom his daughter's sandal, marking that an exchange has taken place. Weird. Another explanation, one that seems most likely considering all the superstitions surrounding wedding traditions, is that tying shoes and cans to the departing vehicle made a noise that was believed to keep evil spirits away. Yay, more evil spirits! Right, Liz? Yeah. It's because they're scared of the devil. The devil. Another explanation is that shoes were yet another sign of fertility. What isn't a sign of fertility, apparently? Yeah, I'm wearing I'm shoes. That makes you fertile. I don't know. The strangest explanation I found is this one on brideandgroom.com. Bride shoes were once considered to be symbols of authority and possession. They used to be taken from her when she was led to the wedding place and given to the groom by her father, affecting the transfer of his authority to her husband as a sign that the husband now has possession of her and she couldn't run away. The new husband then tapped her on the head to show his new role as her master. I like it. Let's do it. Mm, no. no. I can't hit her in the head with a shoe. Damn. Um, okay. Number 19. Getting close to the end here. Carrying the bride across the threshold. We'll probably do it. I know it's weird Hooray. because we already 
live in the house we're going to be living in after we're married. And I didn't living care. Living in sin. I don't think I cared over the threshold when I fir- when we first got to the house, but that's fine. But after I put her, after- Andrew needs to work on his arm muscles so he doesn't drop me. Hey, I've picked you up. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, it'll be fine. I'll get. I'll gain more strength when I get my ring on my finger. Uh huh. Um, okay, so another one from Roman times, one theory says the bride had to show that she wasn't happy about being torn from her parents' household, so her husband had to carry her into their new home. Another one falls back to with the whole kidnapping thing that used to kidnap in so many weddings of yore. Basically, kidnapped brides were carried into their new homes against their will. According to Plutarch, subsequent brides continued the tradition in honor of those kidnapped virgins. <laughs> so every time a new husband takes his wife in arms and walks across the threshold of the new home, the couple's participating in a symbolic kidnapping that stretches all the way back to the legendary founding of the Eternal City of Rome. <laughs> I like it. Love it. Let me go! Let... Ha ha! No, that's... that's because when they married little girls, like 14-year-olds, yeah, I would cry if I were 14 and some guy was trying to take me from my you parents. The guy, the guy was young, too. No, not always. Well, probably still in their 20s. Yeah, older. But usually, but like in the old times, once a... A woman was able to have a baby, she was married off. Yep. Like, that's what you had, like... Like, 16 and pregnant was late in mm-hmm. many, many centuries ago. Um, mm-hmm. Another tradition. Saving wedding cake to eat one year later. Ew. I don't, ew. I don't know about this I one. don't really like leftovers all that much, so you A one-year-old cake in the back of the freezer might be kind of gross. But Especially with our crappy fridge, it'd probably be horrible. Yeah, we'll have to, like, put it in the deep freeze somewhere. We don't have a deep freeze. We'll just get some liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen. Um, so the most cited explanation for this tradition is that in the late 1900s, when expensive multi-tier wedding cakes were coming into fashion, couples saved the top level to serve it at their first child's christening, which was expected within a year after the wedding. So that will not be so happening. So that's gross. So they're basically saying, oh... My guests to my child's christening are not good enough for a new cake. Here, give some old crappy cake. Frozen cake. Frozen crappy. Freezer burned. Freezer burned crappy cake. And so everyone can get food poisoning together. Yeah. Woo. Alright, well that's the list that they had. Is there any traditions that didn't think of that? Um, I don't, like, it didn't really talk about, like, receptions at all. But I know a common thing, like, we talked about it was um, a receiving line. Mm-hmm. Which was a big thing, like, I've been to a couple weddings that had that, it's been a while, that after the bride and groom and the wedding party walked on the aisle, they would stop at the end, and then as every guest left, they, like, shook her head and said, like, thanks for coming and all of that, and then you... They... Shook her head or her hand? <laughs> I'm gonna shake hands. <laughs> I gonna thought nod. you did such a good job. I'm just gonna nod my head, shake my head up and down, like, yes, yes, you are here, I see you. <laughs> I'll see you again later at the wedding, mm-hmm. or at the reception. But I know that's gone out of the way, and now what's common is that at receptions, the bride and groom will go by each table where the guests are and thank them for coming and all of that, and mm-hmm. not eat or drink or anything else because they're too busy talking to people. Because it's their wedding, and they're busy. Hooray! That Tra- means I don't have to dance. We're going to dance. Uh, we can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. All right, no pants safety dance, kid. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What's a couple other ones? Um, I know there's some things that Liz, when like talking about the reception stuff with the lady at the venue, there's some things that, like Liz did not want done. Like what? Well, I think it was more music. Oh, what do you even mean? 
Oh, like how I don't want shout to be played? You don't want shout. You don't want certain uh, line dances. Oh, well, that's different. That's not like breaking tradition. That's not really a tradition. That's just... I've Appar- heard this Shout's apparently thing. big on your parents' tradition list. I hate that <laughs> song. I hate you know, it so much. I hate it. They can play it. That can be like one of my bathroom things. So if if our DJ sees me go to the bathroom, you can play that song. Because right. obviously I'm not going to be there to dance to right. it. And I won't hear it. Because I hate the. Oh my gosh. I could not tell you how much I hate that song. I don't know why either. I just do not like that song at all. I'm gonna play Toto's Africa instead. Um, maybe. But sure. not but not the Weezer version. No, not the Weezer version. I've heard it so many times on the radio lately because since that song came out. Well it's because you're a top forty fool. So I don't have serious and I just listen to the regular top forty station. It's just easier. Uh, oh, uh, another such a simpleton. Yeah, we can't all listen to Nine's alternative rock. Mm-hmm. Like classic rock. Um, was another tradition. I oh, I had it. The um oh that the shoe game. It's not a tradition. It's a trend. Okay, well let's let's talk some trends then. All right, what are some trends that you don't personally like? Shoe game. Which is basically um bride bride and group take, take their shoes off, which is kind of gross, and then bride gets one of the bride shoes, one of the groom shoes, and the groom has the same. And then they sit back to back, and then the DJ or whoever is doing it asks questions like, "Who is cleaner? Who said I love you first? Like it's kind of like we did, like Liz and I did the same thing kind of at the bridal shower. No, ours well, was more the newlywed game. This is more like I don't know. I it's, don't. It's like different. It. it seems really weird. Like I don't want anything that like stops everything at the reception. But like, all right, everyone, stop talking and look at us. Yeah. Where there's not going to be no music playing, it'll be weird and quiet, and I'm going to ask you questions. Like, no. Yeah. That just seems my odd. style. No. So, that was one of those things I'm like, eh, no. And there's other ones, like, I went to a wedding where the bride and groom opened the gifts at the, Sarah, like, at the reception. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's weird, too. And kind of tasteless. I don't know. I mean, I guess it just depends on, you know, it just depends on what you like and different regions have different things like before when you said like like you were talking about dollar dances how you had they're like yeah that's in certain regions of the country they do dollar dances and basically men pay a dollar to dance with the bride and that dollar is supposed to go to their honeymoon or whatever i've also done with the groom as well yeah and it's it's i've seen it at a couple weddings it's a little weird but some people like it i don't personally don't think it's a thing to do yeah i don't know not my style yeah, there's, I don't know. Everyone can do weddings their own way. I've seen some where it's an outdoor wedding with a buffet, mm-hmm. and I've seen some that have been super fancy and everything in between. Yeah. But I think ours will be nice, middle of the road, maybe a little, little more towards the fancy side. But it'll still be a good time, and yep, we'll survive, and then don't have to worry about it anymore. Mhm. And we can the stress of 2018 will be about over. Yep. Um, anything else you want to talk about today? Nope. This is, this is ready to wind down. Mm-hmm, Put a movie yeah. on and get ready for bed. Yep. Alright, guys. Well, that is Adulting It Easy for this week. I think this is episode 10. I might be wrong. I'll have to look. But you can find us on journeyintocomics.com. So just go to that website and then we're listening to the group there since the network has all the shows on there except Podcast Free, which is on its own feed, which I don't know if it's 
podcastfree.com or podcastfree.podbean.com. I don't know. They'll tell you. That was really fast. That is you really were fast. Walking, you, you were walking fast. I was walking, walking fast. I was talking fast. You also walk fast, too. So That's it. Yeah. Um, we also have a Patreon. So you go to patreon.com slash journeyintocomics and you can get early access to all the shows plus uh, exclusive content and all that fun stuff. Uh, we're on social media on Facebook at... Um, I think it's Adulting's Hard and on Twitter. But I don't post a lot because I'm very forgetful at work to post these. I'm going to try to do it tomorrow, but we'll see. I'm Don't hold your breath. Gosh, you and your fist bumps in the air. Like, yeah! No yeah. one can see it, but... He says, when he's like, oh, this is it. He's got his two fists in the air. I like, did Yay! it. Like, I did it. So I don't it. do that in real life. I don't do it in like, real life. I just do it. You do it just to mock me. I do it when like, you're at home. And it's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I don't do it out in public. It's just an at-home thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, I am... Oh, it's not, I'm Liz. I'm Andrew. <laughs> you could be Liz if you wanted to. We're going to switch roles. Yeah. I'm Liz. Okay, and that's adulting. These are for this week. Have a great week.